no, early. There it is. That was quick. That was fast. Dang. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even have what I was gonna say. Uh, 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 that's gonna happen to you. Shut, Shut up, up and sit down. down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. <laughs> My bad, bro. I cut you off. I know you hit the. I was like, I was like, uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. I was gonna say, and that's what's gonna happen if you don't plan for next year. <laughs> but, ah, nice. But well, that's there okay. It is. That's okay. There it is. Now, now you know. All right, ladies that's and gents. Good. It is. No. Cut him off. <laughs> Whoops. All right. So first of all, uh, happy Monday. It is an exciting Monday for sure because it is a short week. A lot of Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. stuff. Kind of weird if you're in California. Maybe other parts of the country too but uh the whole shutdown thing might put a damper in your uh in your holiday spirit but we still had uh we had our our, our little get together at least you know some of the family came over on on sunday and uh, it was a cool little you know thanksgiving thing uh also yeah. shout you're out wearing to, something uh, you're wearing something to different today yep shout out to trent bray hustle.energy over there you can't really see it stand, stand, oh, stand up okay, a little bit more yeah hey, there you go there it is there it is there it is oh hustle today there you go. Model it. Model Not it. Not sometime. Today. 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 So anyways, uh, he had a little competition there and uh, won a sweater. Today, Junior. Yep. Today. And so he sent the sweater and so I'm sporting it today as uh, as a thank you. So Trent, hustle.energy. Check out his, uh, his, his energy drink. He's got some great energy. I've already taken it like twice. Uh, I have no crash. So that is a good oh. thing. No crash. Um, or at least not wow. that I felt any, You did so. an energy drink. Um, he sent um, it over. I had oh. to try it. I had to try it, right? I had well, to, all it, right. It's a, it's a powder drink. So, you know, he sent over a nice little water bottle with that little ball inside that I guess shakes things yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Put the, the the powder in, a little bit of the agua. Had it before a workout, and it worked out good. I didn't have any uh, bad crash. So, hustle.energy gives you the uh, little bit of energy that you need to get through your day. Woo-hoo. All right, dude. Nice. So, uh, today... We had a special 5 a.m. club. I didn't work out this morning. Uh, Me neither. I, 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 I did something a little bit different. Shout out to the Justice League. We had a, our first ever uh, annual re, uh, planning session, right? So we sat down and we kind of, you know, we, Eric, the, our, our faithful leader, uh, our, our Batman, uh, where even though he wears a Superman uh, robe, uh, is, uh, you know, put together this, uh, this nice little, uh, outline of stuff that we were kind of working on to get ready for next year. Cause let's face it, the next year is right around the corner, right? Uh, me, it, what, I don't know. What did he say? Me either. I don't know, Adrian. I forgot what I was, what I was saying, <laughs> but love you, man. Love you. Miss you. Haven't seen you in a while. Uh, so, so, um, we were planning this morning about what we're going to do for next year. And, and mind you, in this 5 a.m. club, there's a bunch of different people. There's people who are in real estate and Eric sells knives. And we got James in the insurance agency. We got people in, in solar, all, lenders, like all kinds of different people in this 5 a.m. club. And so, you know, we all get together every morning. It's like 15 minute call and it's just to hop on and make sure that we're kind of holding ourselves accountable to what's going to happen on that day. Uh, the whole idea is pretty simple. We wake up at 5 a.m. We get our day going. That gives us an extra at least two hours before the rest of the world is getting up. 
Uh, and then if you do the math, you know, two hours, uh, you know, seven days a week, if you do it seven mm-hmm. days a week or five, five days, days a week, week, you're looking at 10 hours times four months. That's 40 extra hours. So you're essentially getting a whole work week of time if you get up a little bit earlier to, to conquer that stuff. And so we're, we we have been doing it just before COVID started. So like about a week before COVID started, Eric had hit me up. He's like, hey, I want to do this 5 a.m. club. You down? I was like, I'm already up running, dude. Yeah, I'll join your club. Uh, and so we've been doing it for a while and it's pretty awesome because this year has been for a lot of people in the group, including myself, it's been a really good, uh, year. And partially the reason why is because of that morning focus is because we get up every day, we're planning out what we're doing, mm-hmm. whether it's for that day, for that quarter, for that month, whatever it's going to be. But because we have a specific destination in mind, a, a goal, a vision of where we want to go, uh, those things tend to happen, or at least you get closer to those things happening because you keep that vision in front of you because you're going at that pace. I'm reminded of like when I run in the morning, uh, I, I run there, when I run, there's two ways that I can run. I can run by looking at the ground right in front of me, or I can run by looking at the end point that I want to get to, whether it's the end of the block or the light post or whatever. And I notice on days where I look down and I'm not looking ahead, my pace is slower. Um, I don't know whether it's psychological or not, but when I'm looking ahead, I see where I want to go. I tend to get to that point a little bit quicker. Maybe it's like I can take a few less steps. Maybe it's like you know, uh, I'll stay in the middle of the street or avoid certain bumps or whatever the, the case may be. But I tend to have a faster pace. And that's kind of the, the mentality that I want you guys thinking about when it comes to planning. If you have a vision before you, if you know where you're going, chances are you're going to get there not only uh, faster, but more. you're going to be more effective in the things that you're doing along the way. You're going to cap, You're going to be able to see things and modify and adapt and change and do whatever you need to do to get to that goal that you want to get to. So when we're talking about today, you know, the five steps to getting yourself ready uh, for next year, planning for next year, first of all, that, that article, uh, five five-step guide for annual planning for business comes from paysimple.com. And again, so we pull these articles and all we do is give you our our point of view on what's going on. But, you know, I want you thinking about that. Always looking forward. Uh, another activity hand that I did this weekend uh-huh. is, uh, you know, we did a vision board for, for the family. Yeah, vision board. that was really cool. That was really cool. You shared that on your story. It's did on my you, Instagram. Like, yeah, it's, it's on actually my Instagram. a full, full regular ass post. A whole ass post. Yep. It's All right, there post. you go. So you guys want check to check it out, out at Family Pod. And here's how it worked. It was it was really simple. Uh, we each got you know a, a piece of paper and we wrote you know two things in in a couple categories in health and wealth and travel uh, relationships and I think uh, I think that was about it. Uh, and and so we each put two things and then once we knew what our two things were, we grabbed magazines and we looked for pe- pictures of things in the magazine that kind of reflected what those things were. And then we made this giant collage so everybody got to post their pictures wherever they want. Uh, on that collage. And then when we were done, once we covered up all the space, we each took a second to talk about why these pictures represent what they are. And now what we're going to do is we're going to get a, a frame and we're going to take that that frame and we're going to throw it into, uh, you know, put it somewhere where we can see it every single day. And as a family, I get to see what my daughter wants to accomplish. I get to see what my son wants to accomplish. I get to see what my wife wants to accomplish. They get to see what I want to accomplish. And as we look at it every day, as we keep that vision in front of us, it takes us one step closer to achieving that goal. Uh, so and if you guys telling me there's a chance. Yep. And if you follow me on Instagram, you're going to see we're doing some 
awesome. Uh, we have some great plans for some renovations in our backyard. I'm going to be walking through it oh, my uh, God. And, and showing you the befores and afters. And all this is, is the same type of thing. It's, it's one of my three goals. So I only had three goals uh, for 2020. One was to make uh, 10 grand a month from, from our insurance agency to our, our, uh, our, our holding corporation, our CS Enterprises. We're just about there. The other goal was to complete the backyard. And the last goal was to make uh, an effective funnel. And we're almost there on every single goal. Now, it might come that 2020 comes and I didn't complete the backyard. But guess what? I am one step closer, way, way, way closer where it was, you know, an idea before to where we're taking action today. Uh, you know, I might not be at the 10K per month yet, but I'm way closer today than we were, you know, like six months ago or at the beginning of the year. Every step we're taking, we're getting that much closer. And it comes with yep. making sure that you plan that guide. And I know you want to say something about planning because you you talk about Oh, the, you know, I, like lo I love it. I mean, I do love it. I really do. I mean, from but we did it. We did all that work at the end of last year. We knew where we wanted to be, uh, you know, by by this time this year. Uh, and I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about a lot of these things as we go through the show today, but it, it really starts with the vision. It really starts with knowing where we want to be, where we want to go. And I love that you did this vision board and that you guys are going to frame it and hang it somewhere where you see it every day because it's, it's just always going to be there. It's always going to be in front of you. I'm thinking like the, the foyer, as soon as you walk into your house, you got that little spot where you're yeah, right about the set up the, yeah, like, yeah in my head, like that's the perfect place for it. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, it's everything that you as a family have worked together to say, this is what we want to do as a family. This is what each of us, you know, uh, finds important and what we want to fulfill, you know, in the next 12 months. And that's where it starts. It starts with having that vision. It's, it's like your old Nightingale always says, right? A ship without a destination will end up a derelict. It always will because you don't know where Every it's going. It doesn't know where it's going. So, all right, uh, let's just get into this nitty gritty here. I got a cool story about about Mila too, by the way. It's super awesome what she's put together, uh, my daughter. And if I have time here oh, somewhere yeah. in between here, I'm going to share that story as well. If not, follow me on Instagram at Business Bros Pod. Uh, I'll definitely be talking about it there in my stories and stuff, uh, especially tomorrow morning when I go for a run at the end. All right, so. Uh, number one, Yo. first thing, first thing for our five-step guide to annual planning for your business. Number one, review and assess how did we do. So, uh, you know, th this comes down to everything from look at your PL to look at your uh, entire book of business, look at the number of new clients, look at the number of uh, retained clients, like all these different metrics that are in your business, hopefully that you're acquiring uh, data for along the way. Even something as simple as how many followers did I have today compared to where I was at the beginning of the year. Having these metrics allows you to see what is going on. You can assess yourself, right? You're, you're giving yourself a test here. You're, you're figuring out what went well, what didn't go well. You're mm -hmm. looking at your strengths for the year. What, what did you, what did you intend to do and how did it go? Your weaknesses, what did you intend to go? What did you intend to do and how did it not go very well? What opportunities did you come across? You might've had a specific goal in mind, but you diverted because something, something came about. Why did that happen? Kind of reassess where you are. Did that, is that, uh, you know, diverted path? Is that actually the best path? Or did you kind of get straight from where you originally wanted to go? Did you have any threats come up, right? This is a SWOT analysis, but did you have any threats that came up during your year? What are, what are things that could have maybe, you know, really hindered what you were doing or maybe put a, a real a stop 
to, to your growth. All these things are, are things that you want to make sure you take into account when you're assessing how did you do. I do this on a regular basis anyways on a micro scale. So, you know, and this is a habit that I have uh, that I tell a lot of people to get into. I journal in the morning and the morning is very much get my mind right. It's very much what do I tend to accomplish for the day? And then I journal at the end of the day, and that is all about how did I do today? So this review and assess is not anything new in our and in, in the, mm-hmm. the way that we do things. But instead of looking at just my day, right? How did my day go? My run? Was it that great? Was I productive? What came up in my day? What new ideas did I have? You're doing the same thing, but you're doing it for an annual point of view. So you're taking a step back. You're going away from that ma- micro, and you're going back to that macro effect, and you're looking at your overall organization, maybe your entire annual budget, You know all these different things. You want to make sure you assess how did you do. And it's not um, – don't think of this as a, as a negative critique, right? This is just a reality check. Don't lie to yourself. Don't be, you know, hopeful and that this was going to come here. If you had a goal, like for example, I just told you our goal was to be at 10 grand a month from our insurance agency into our holding company. If you are not there, be honest with yourself and then be honest with yourself why you're not there. Because this, these, these reasons that you're not where, where you're supposed to be, not the excuses, the reasons why you didn't get there, what action did you take and what was your result? That is where the change is going to happen. So you have to be 100% honest with you, especially if you're working with a spouse or a brother, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're that you're talking about P&Ls and looking at those sorts of things. Be as honest as you possibly can. These are going to be uncomfortable assessments at times, but it's through that uncomfortable area that you have to get through to get to the part where all of a sudden you're, you're clear in your purpose where you want to go. I've been accused of being... Uh, Super introspective. One of the most introspective people that, you know, uh, my girlfriend's ever met. And she uh, and and the thing about that is that when you take time to reflect, you do it on a daily basis, which is super impressive. Uh, the fact that you go back every single night, you have your nightly journal and that's your reflection journal. Your morning journal is your planning journal. Your nightly journal is your reflection journal. Uh, I have my my weekly planner and I look back at my week you know, every single time. And I look at what worked and what didn't work. Where can I improve? What changes do I need to make to, to make things better? And when we're doing that on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, it's those times, it's that time that we spend reflecting where we can figure out what areas of our business or, or of our lives need improvement. Uh, I throw KPIs in there. Okay, I'm going to throw KPIs in there, your key performance indicators. What do we always say? If it can be measured, it can be improved. So if you are looking back and assessing, but you don't have anything measurable, it's going to be very difficult for you to improve particular processes. You know, you were talking about the number of followers that you have. That's a metric. That's a KPI. That's a key performance indicator. How many followers you have is, you know, a a metric that you can use to measure whether you're, whether you've improved one year to the next, one month to the next, one week to the next, whatever the case might be. So when we're reviewing and assessing, make sure that there's measurable details so that those are the things that you're going to focus on. If you're not getting enough followers, why? Is it the messaging? What is it exactly? Do you have specific episodes that have higher listening counts or viewer counts? 
Uh, do you have, you do this a lot with your Instagram posts. You go into the insights and you see what works and what doesn't, and then you change. So you were doing a lot of videos and you, you know, small, short clips, and you realized that those weren't working. Mm -hmm. So you went and you changed and you started doing these little infographics with quotes and that worked really well. And then, you know, that maybe didn't work as well after a while. So you started changing it up and you're constantly experimenting and figuring out what works. And that's, that's what we're able to do with the technology that we have available to us today, it's so much easier than it ever has been for us to be able to experiment with things, take a look back at it, figure out what the numbers are and how it correlates and make changes and adjust and move forward that way. So next one is going to be define your purpose. Who are we here for? And it, it, it to kind of tie in those two things, uh, you know, review and assess and now define your purpose. I like to think of this as uh, like, when you go bowling, right? James, James is pretty good at bowling. I'm a horrible bowler, right? Uh, so I would like to win at bowling. I'd like to get strikes. I'd like to knock down the pins. And so I know that the best way for me to do that is to go on that kid lane with the bumpers, right? Cause now there's no gutter. Now I'm like, I'm bouncing from side to side, right? That's how I think of, of the daily intent and the, and the assessment at the end of your day. Those are your, that's your, that's, those are your, your, I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> you think it means, right? But that's how I see my bumpers, right? Because every day, if I'm reviewing and assessing what I'm doing, now I'm like, okay, I can make an adjustment and I can come back, right? And in okay, the morning, I'm right. like, okay, I can realign myself and I'm adjusting and I can come back and I adjust, come back. And eventually, my ball is still going in that forward direction. And that's what that's what is, is so important about your vision. Uh, next one, defining your purpose. Who are we here for, right? So you're in business because you have a product or service that other people are interested in getting, right? They're going to buy your product. They're going to We're not just doing this for money. We're doing it for a shitload of money. That's right. So <laughs> identifying who your clients are, who are your ideal clients is, is one of the most important things you can do. You might have an existing book of business right now, right? You might be generating revenue, but if you hate getting up every day and going to, going to work, cause you don't want to call those particular customers. You don't want to talk to this particular client. Like you need to start reassessing where you're going. And right now is, is a perfect time to start defining that purpose for yourself, right? Not only who is your most valuable customer, but who are the customers that you are trying to reach? Who's your ideal customer? Your most valuable customer and your ideal customer are not always the same thing. Just because mm -hmm. somebody's paying to be a part of your product or service doesn't mean you enjoy spending time with that person, right? You got to make sure that whoever you're, you're acquiring as a customer is somebody that, you know, A, can pay, but B, you actually want to hang out with. So Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. That's right. That's right. So defining who that person is, right? What kind of customer are you looking for and learn everything you possibly can about that kind of individual? Where do they hang out? What type of shows do they like to watch? Where are they congregating on social media? Like all these different things about your actual ideal customer. And the more you learn about them, then you can start thinking about things like, well, what value am I adding into their life? How am I helping them? How am I helping myself uh, serve my best customers? with the most value possible, right? Because that's that's really what you're you're trying to do. If you can identify who you want to talk to, and, and we've been talking about this on uh, James and I a lot because mm -hmm. we're trying to identify who we're talking to on the podcast. And now I know exactly who I'm talking to, right? I, I know I know that you're probably in your 30s. You've probably had a, a, a you're, you're tired of your job or you've already started a business and you're, tr you're 
fed up with, with your day-to-day. You don't have enough time in the day to do what you need to do. You're looking for a way to grow your business. You're looking for a way out of the rat race and you just don't know what to do. You feel stuck. And, and this is one of those reasons why you feel stuck. It's because you have a group of customers that are not your ideal customers. You don't look forward to doing that every single day. So if you can identify who that ideal customer is, if you can really think about what is, who's the type of person that you want to hang out with and talk to on a regular basis, then you can start sending your messages to them, right? Now you're tailor fitting your episodes. Now you're tailor fitting your content, your content pieces on your Instagram, your pictures, everything, including your products and services and how you're defining what you sell is geared towards that person, that person that you want to do business with. And slowly and surely your other, your other clients that you don't really want to service are going to fall off because you're not meeting their needs, but you're going to start to develop a client base of people you actually want to hang out with. Yep. So those, those are, you know, defining your, your purpose and, and who we are here to serve. That's, that's a super valuable uh, piece of, of content that you need to be planning for going forward. Cause you might, again, you might have a book of business, but how do you adapt it? How do you go after those people that you want to be in business with? Do you ever look at those uh, really successful people and all they do is they look like they're partying and having fun? Well, chances are they're doing things designed for their ideal client who happens to line up with the things they like to do. So, you know, I, I urge you guys to follow me on Instagram so you can see what my backyard's gonna look like. I'm designing my backyard to host events at my house. Why? Because I don't really like to go out and do things, uh, you know, out, out in the world. I'm actually- That's cool, baby. I mean, you know how it is. Right? I'm actually a, a, a pretty big time introvert. If you know me personally, you know, you know that I'm a, a big time introvert. I like to talk to people, right? Like, mm-hmm. like here on the show but I don't really go very many places. So if I design an awesome backyard, I love hosting things and if COVID can go away. I can host more things, but that's the whole point is I still going to have networking event. And there's going to be people who are going to like to come to, to the house and, and hang out and do cool things and have, you know, get togethers and parties and catered events. And do, there are people who like that sort of thing. And those are the people that I want to do business with. So, I'm defining who I want to do business with. I'm defining who I want to go after. I'm defining who, what my purpose is. And then I can get, get, uh, get focused and find my message. Boom. Next outline high level goals. So what do you want to accomplish? So here we go. Now this is, you like to call it the, the BHAG, right, James? Well, the I mean, that's hairy, one of the audacious things. goal. Big, hairy, audacious goal is just part of my vivid vision. So for me, this is this is the vivid vision. This is, you know, thinking three years in advance for me. It's three years in advance. Uh, the first time that I did my vivid vision, I found out, uh, I don't know, eight months down the line that I actually did a 10 year vision. So my 10 year vision is is even higher level. And I realized, you know what? It's a little bit more of a stretch than is believable to me right now that I can get to that place in 10 years. So let me dial it back and figure out how I can get, you know, a third of the way there. So my BHAG, my big, hairy, audacious goal is 100 insurance agents, each making $10,000 a month from their book of insurance, from their insurance uh, agency. So if that's my if that's my big, hairy, audacious goal, and you know, I was thinking of that as as part of my vivid vision for three years, that that doesn't feel achievable to me right now. So let me dial it back. Let me say, okay, if I can't get to a hundred in in three years, can I get to ten? 
if I can get to 10, how do I get to five? How do I get to three? How do I get to, you know, whatever. So, so that's where, you know, dialing it back and saying, okay, well, if, if my big, hairy, audacious goal, if my 10 year goal is a hundred in three years, I better be able to get to 10. Mm. If I can get to 10 in three years, then maybe by the end of next year, by the end of 2021, I want to have three. Right. See, and, and, and here's, here's uh, just to kind of reiterate, cause, cause we're going to start jumping into the next one here, which is make a plan. But, but in this section, part of it is as, as well as James can articulate what he wants to accomplish in his, in his eight, in his, in the insurance agency that we're building here. It's not only important for him to be able to articulate it to you, it's also just as important that the employees and the team in the organization can also articulate that same mission and that same vision. Because part of it is is you as a as an individual business owner and you as as the as the head of the ship has to, has to know where they're going, right? You have to have you have to have your clear vision of where you want to go. But the other part is if nobody else knows what's going on, I mean, driving a ship is massive. Like, there's no way you're going to be able to do this on your own. Your your engineers need to be going one way, right? You know, everybody who's who's operating every aspect of your business needs to know where where you're going and how you're going to get there. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. That's right, baby. We're going back to the future. So. Do you know what your priorities are? These are your high-level goals. This is what you want to accomplish. Next, make sure that your team knows what you want to accomplish. And that's something um, that that you've done a really good job of at the office is in the entire support staff, everybody. So, you know, our goal is to have those those 100 agents each making 10 grand a month. Uh, and, and the way we're accomplishing that is figuring out the easy button. If you have a tax office, uh, a mortgage office or something like that, we already know. We've talked to a lot of you guys and you don't really want to do insurance, but you're okay with taking a check, right? Of course hmm. you are. So we're, we're solving that easy button. We're setting it up so that as long as you come and play with us, we're going to pay you. Right. And then on the other side, we got the insurance agent and as many agents as we talk to them, they're like, man, I wish I just had a book of business that I could uh, I could work on. Well, that's cool because we got both sides. Let me have, let me give you the easy button. And it takes a lot of work to put everything that's in between two easy buttons to operate is not easy. But that's what we're trying to figure out as we go along. That's what we've developed the systems for. That's that middle portion. That's everything that we do. So if you're the agent who needs support, needs training, needs to figure out how to sell stuff, needs a book of business, you want to work with us because we're going to help you do that. If you're the mortgage office, the tax office, the accounting office, the payroll company that is looking to add another income stream without doing a bunch of more work, then you need to rock, you need to talk to us because we're going to help you rock that and get that thing operational. Higher level goals. And then how do you accomplish them? And then how does your team work to accomplish them as well? All right, number four, make a plan. This is number four, right? Yes, this is number four. Make a plan. What are your objectives this year? So now that you know what our plan is, right? Now that you know what we've been working on for this year, you know how we've been kind of breaking it out. You've heard James's 10-year, three-year. Now we're looking at the one-year plan. How do we, what, what's our objective for this year? That one-year plan, it sounds pretty basic, you know, those three agents make 10 grand, but how does that happen, right? Mm -hmm. And this is where your plan starts to get short. And this is why for uh, for me, when I told you my plan for 2020, there's only three goals on it. That's it. It's super short. It's super concise. Everybody in my at home can understand what these three goals are. They're super simple. Now we're going to break them down as we move out through the year, right? But 
when you're making a plan here, what are your major objectives that you need to accomplish in order for you to achieve that goal, in order for you to achieve those three people that you want to get or, or your system in place or whatever it is that's going on in your business, what are the three things that need to happen so we can break it up? Maybe four, but three is probably a little bit better. Yeah, I would even say two if you're, if you're really ambitious, but no more than four and you can break them up per quarter. That's why I said four, right? But, but keep it short. Keep it simple. Something that you can read really quick. These are my goals for the year. And then we can break those things down. How do you, how do you uh, break down your, your goals when you do that, Ham, when you're making your plan? It is exactly as you said. It's quarterly, monthly. Uh, so I have I set my big, my major goals for the year. Uh, and I have five different areas. So it's my, my five areas of life, which is uh, business, health, fun and recreation, personal development, and relationships. So those five areas. And uh, last year when I did it, I set a bunch of different goals in each of those different areas and, and trying to, you know, make sure that I that I hit as many of them as I can. So it wasn't quite a, as short a list. But the most important thing for me was, all right, if I want to get to this if I want these goals accomplished by the end of this year, then I need to work backwards and say, okay, well, I need to figure out what I need to do each quarter to get to those goals. So moving backwards like that, exactly as Matt's saying, you can't hit goals that, uh, that no one knows exist. You can't hit goals that you don't know that exist. Uh, and then working backwards and saying, okay, so this year or, or uh, in December, what I'll do is I'll plan out my Q1 figure out which major goals in that quarter that I want to hit and then make a plan for January. What do I need to do in January that's going to put me a step closer to uh, completing that quarterly goal? Boom. And that's it. That's it. It sounds, I, I know when it comes to planning, it, it sounds super complicated. I think it's because we relate planning to things like you're going to coordinate a major uh, event and that's a huge, you know, wedding planning or something like that. Uh, this is kind not- of is. It, it, this is not as difficult. It's really may. It's really much more introspective. And and the truth yes. of the matter that the problem that I've come across when it comes to planning for things like this is I'm not honest with myself, right? And that is that is something that's that it's kind of weird. It's kind of I know introspection, very introspective. Like be 100% honest with yourself. Don't tell yourself, you know what? I'm gonna run three miles a day for the entire year and lose a hundred pounds. Like. Dude, I get that's that's the ultimate goal. Great. Now let's break it down into three chunks. What are the three things you have to do? And be honest with yourself. Like if you have a hard time getting up in the morning, don't just go cold turkey and go 4 a.m. right away, right? You're going to have to kind of work these things through. You're going to understand that your body needs to adjust. You got to do, you know, your your daily habits of what you're eating and all these different things that go into, into your overall um, um, implementation Health. of your plan, implementation. right? But the plan itself is there to guide you. It's the bumpers in the in the bowling lane, right? You're gonna you're gonna veer off to the left, veer off to the right. But if you have that plan, your vision is gonna stay in front of you, and you're gonna hit some pins, all right. And that 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 leads into our very last one here, which is measure success. How do we make sure it works? And this is why having these, you know, the different levels of goals, where you're talking about your your three year, your one year, your quarterly, your monthly, your weekly, your daily. This is how you measure if it's working. This is how you're testing the water. You ever go to a pool? Like I know my pool is not heated, right? So when my kids, it's right now, it's, you know, we're, we're heading into December now at the end of November and there it's a kind of a hot day that shows up once in a while. And they're like, Ooh, let's get in the pool. What's the first thing they do? 
they dip their toe. They're measuring the water temperature to make sure that it's something they actually want to do, whether they want to dive in or not. Or maybe it was just a great thoughtful idea, but it didn't work out. You have to do the same thing with your business. You have to have a, a specific vision that you want to go on, but you set boundaries for yourself. Here's a timeline. I'm going to get this done by this day, or I'm going to have, you know, this week's goal is going to be this. This day's intention is going to be this. And, and then assess yourself. Measure that success. Was I successful at that? If not, why not? Every failure is nothing more than a lesson learned. So you tried something, it didn't work out, you've achieved a result. It may not have been the result you wanted, but it's a result nonetheless. And if you have a plan, you're going to, again, it comes to that bumper, right? You're going to veer off to the left, hit the bumper. You're going to veer off to the right, hit the bumper, but you're going to still be going in that forward direction no matter what. And that's what it's all about. Measuring your success, you need to, you need to understand, well, first of all, be flexible with yourself. Understand that it's okay. There's going to have some flexibility here. Plans are going to change. Life is going to happen. You don't have control over everything. But if you maintain your path, if you maintain your vision, no matter what people say, your vision is where you're going to go. And people may not agree with you, may not understand you. The only reason they don't is because they don't see the vision that you see. Once they can clearly see the vision, they understand what's going on. But at the very beginning, they're not in the same mindset as you, right? Your team mm -hmm. may not see what you're trying to accomplish. It's up to you to be able to clarify that vision, to, to lay it out so that they can all see it. Your spouse may not see where you want to go right? Your kids may not understand what you're trying to do, but if you sit down and work through this plan with them and then you're measuring your success on a regular basis, checking in with them, checking in with yourself, how you're doing, you're going to achieve that goal in much faster rate than you ever thought possible because you're taking incremental steps every single day. You're getting that much better every single day. Boom. Last thing, I love what uh, Russell Brunson talks about in uh, Expert Secrets, which is finding the one domino, the one big thing. I love that. Uh, he, I don't remember who it was that he talks about, but some some other business owner that he talks about. I think it was a, a um, guy that earns uh, Warren Buffett's business partner. He's like, yeah, I don't actually work that much. I, I write and I meditate and I think about the one thing that I need to do that if I figure out this one thing, everything else will fall right into line. So I think that that's, uh, that's something that I'm, I want to work on more uh, towards the end of this year and into next. I, I agree with, uh, with Matt here too. He's like, you can't, your mind can only wrap yourself around, around uh, the things it believes in. And this is so true, Matt. I mean, yep. I, I want to kind of go off yep. on this tangent here uh, because Why my 10 year goal right. had to go back to three. Well, because you don't believe in it, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's like you trying to go out and sell something that you know doesn't work. It's a piece of crap. You're going to have a hard time selling this piece of crap that doesn't work because you don't believe in it. When you talk to somebody, they know you don't believe in it. You're trying to sell them something. You can feel that uh, in another person. And, and the, the first and foremost thing is you got to believe it yourself. Your plan has to be something that you think you can accomplish. And if you believe you can do it, if you break it down in those small bite-sized chunks and you believe you can do it, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'll take that bite. Cool. That was good. I'll take another bite. Yeah, yeah. Think of Pac-Man. <laughs> right? And eventually you hit a power pellet and boom, you get a big boost, right? But that's how it works. Small little bites at a time and you're going to get there. Believe in yourself. Everything's possible if you first believe in yourself that you can do it. All right, ladies and gents. Uh, that was a great show. That was a fun one. Uh, let's make sure that uh, you guys help us out a little bit. Give us a rate. Give us a subscribe, like, follow, whatever you need to do at Business Bros Pod. Uh, I do not have guests scheduled this entire week. So if we're only here till Wednesday, right? 
Of course, we're only here till Wednesday. Yep. So we got two more shows this week like this. And then uh, we'll see you guys again next week. If you guys have any questions, any show ideas, anything you want us to talk about, shoot us in, uh, a DM at Business Bros Pod. We'd love to talk about it. If you want to be a guest in the show, all you got to do is go to businessbros.biz slash podcast guest. But remember, there is an eight-week waiting list for that podcast spot. So I suggest you also register for businessbros.biz slash last minute. Uh, and then maybe tomorrow, maybe Wednesday, you're going to get an email from us saying, hey, I got an open spot. Go ahead and book it. And if you are on that last minute guest list, you'll jump the line and open up those uh, or take advantage of those opened up spots. So we look forward to seeing you guys here very near in the very near future. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I, Matt's uh, last question came in here or last comment came in here. If you want to eat an elephant, it has to occur one bite at a time. Just don't eat elephants because they're I think they're endangered, right? <laughs> but like the that. concept yeah. works, right? No matter. It could be a horse. Uh, I don't know what other big animal. T-Rex. I don't know, whatever you're going to eat one bite at a time. Because T-Rexes, I think they're a bird, so they probably tasted like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went there, whatever. Uh Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.